Hello, I'm Pastor Isaac Hammond from Neely United Methodist Church at 1755 Thomas Deplin, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70802. And we're so happy to be in your presence today with the Word of God. And we don't take this lightly, but to God be the glory for the things that He has done. He's made this opportunity available for us to grow in word, to grow in strength, to grow in hope, and to grow in love. There is a word for us today that can help us go through life in the midst of this pandemic, in the midst of this economic situation, in the midst of walking, not knowing what's around the corner. But there is safety, and Jesus is our safety net right now for us, for our families, for our neighborhoods, for our country and our world. In the Bible, in the book of Genesis, the Bible tells us about a man by the name of Abram. Abram, before his name was changed to Abraham, was considered the father of nations. And we all know the story how God took him in his old age, along with his wife, Sarah, after their barren years and took something that was dead and brought it back to life. They were too old to have kids, but God used them to bring forth Isaac. That lets me know that God can take a dead situation and with his help, with his power, and with his glory, he can change that situation around and put life back into a dead situation. Some of us right now are going through some dead situations in our lives. We feel like giving up on our marriage, giving up on our children, giving up on that deadbeat job and where it seems like you're constantly on a, under attack. We feel like giving up in our communities. Sometimes we have health issues that have gone on for so many years and we feel like all hope is lost and we just have to deal with what we're going through. But I'm here today to tell you that God can take a dead situation and bring life back into it where you will look back over your life and you'll say, if it had not been for God on my side, where would I be? God specializes in changing the situation. And in Genesis, the 14th chapter, Abram had a nephew by the name of Lot. And he loved his nephew. And um, in Genesis 13, he gave him a choice. Um, they had too much fighting within the family, like a whole lot of families. Um, your, your issues with your family are not the first to come on the scene with them. Um, Abraham and his nephew Lot had some fighting within their family. When they stayed together, his servants and Lot's servants would fight each other and get agitated with each other. So he decided, son, you have to go your way and I'm going to go my way. And he decided to pitch his tent toward a place called Sodom because it had green grass. And Abram, which would later be named Abraham, he went to 
the place where it looked like it was dead, dusty, no life. But you can't always judge a book by the cover. What looks good on the outside may not be the best on the inside. So he chose to go where the grass was green, thinking he was making the right decision. But he found out that the place he was going was full of sin. Abram went to the place where he had to depend on God to make a way for him. And he had a better life because he chose the rough side of the mountain. But through faith, you can speak the rough side down to a pleasant place. And the Bible says that um, Lot went down to Sodom. And after about 13 or 14 years, uh, they were taken over by a couple of kings. And they decided to fight back. And those kings put them in slavery and took them off and took them in bondage and took Lot's wife and all of his possessions and all the things that he owned and carried it off away. And by the time his uncle Abram heard about it, he said, I'm not going to sit here and let my nephew be caught up in slavery. I'm not going to let him be caught up in a situation where he can't get out of. And here we go, man. We, we, men, we need to do the same thing. We know we have some issues in our community. Ladies also, uh, we call ourselves Christians. We can't just sit around and let the devil take our nephews and take our nieces and have their way with what they own and their families. We have to stand up and fight. And the Bible says that with just a little bit over 300 men, Lot uh, was saved by his uncle Abram because his uncle Abram got it, about 300 some men together and they decided to go fight these kings and take back what the devil stole and bring back his nephew Lottie, his wife, and the whole city of Sodom and bring it back to the right location and defeat the kings that had come up against them. And the Bible says they came and went down to the valley and they conquered and took back what the devil stole. See, you don't have you don't have to have a great number when it comes to working for God. You don't have to have uh, a great army that's on your side. As long as you got King Jesus, everything else will be all right. You just keep praying, keep hoping, keep believing that that dead situation can change. Watch what God will do. He will show His glory. And right in the nick of time, don't give up on well-doing or waiting on God and don't despise small beginnings because God can take something small and make it large. Abram went down to the valley and conquered those kings and took his nephew and his nephew's family and everything they owned and brought it back to Sodom. And the Bible says, on the way back, Abraham, Abram, encountered a man by the name of Melchizedek. And I just want to talk about Melchizedek today. Who do you see Jesus Christ is in your life? What is he? Everyone probably says he's my savior, he's my redeemer. But if you truly want to know who the person of Christ is, you have to accept him as your priest, 
your prophet and your king. I'm going to say that again. You have to accept him as your priest, your prophet, and your king. And when you accept Jesus as those three, you have everything that you need in life because you can call on him and understand what he's doing in your life and who he really is. Hebrews the seventh chapter says that you have to understand who Christ is. And when Abram came back from the battle of getting his nephew Lot back from the enemy and bringing his whole family back, he encountered a man by the name of Melchizedek in Genesis 14 to the 18 to 20 verse. And the Bible says, And Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought forth bread and wine. And he was the priest of the Most High God. And he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abram, the Most High God, possessor of heaven and earth. And he blessed him be the Most High God, which have delivered thine enemies into thy hand. And he gave him tithes of all. So Abram was coming out of a battle on his way to another battle in Sodom. And between the two battles, here comes Melchizedek, who didn't have a mother or father, no children, but yet he was a prince of Salem. He had no beginning, no end, but he was worthy enough for the patriarch of Abram to give him a tenth of everything that he had won in battle. See, we all need a Melchizedek experience. We all need a point where we realize who Melchizedek is. His name is Jesus Christ. He will meet you between your battles. And the Bible says Melchizedek brought forth bread and wine. In other words, he wanted Abram to know, I want a fellowship with you. I know you're fighting a battle. I know you got trouble in your life. I know you got some unrest in your mind. But slow down just enough for I can talk to you and have some fellowship. And they sat down and ate bread and wine. Then the Bible says in that 19th verse of Genesis 14, it says that Melchizedek blessed him blessed him with all the possessions of heaven and on earth. God wants to bless you right now. Oh, you may have not because you ask not. There are businesses that are in you. Um, there are breakthroughs and inventions that are in you. But you have to let God have his way. He wants the very best for you. He has the very best desire for your life. Not only did he bless him with possessions, but then he also delivered him in verse number 20. God will deliver you out your trouble, out your bondage, out your afflictions and iniquities. But you have to walk with him, fellowship with him, sit down and eat bread, break bread with God and let him come into your life. He's knocking at the door. Wanting to have a relationship with you. He paid the price that you could live and have a right to the tree of life. He wants to bless you with heavenly things and with earthly things. He wants you to prosper the way your soul shall prosper. He wants to deliver you when situations get hard to bear. You're not in this alone. 
and your past is not your final destination. But you have to accept him as your priest. The priest represents you on behalf of God. Christ died on the cross. He's interceding for you right now at the right hand of God. When your prayers go up, you should pray it in Jesus Christ's name and your prayers will be delivered in front of the Father. But Jesus is interceding on your behalf. He's your priest. He's your prophet. The word of God lets us know what we should be doing and what we shouldn't be doing. God speaks to us. Jesus lets us know. The Old Testament is an x-ray machine to let us know where we are falling short from the glory of God. But thank God in the New Testament, we have the medicine and the antidote for the x-ray that we receive in the Old Testament. And his name is Jesus Christ. But we have to accept what Jesus tells us and not get mad. We have to listen to the prophet. Then you have to let Jesus be your king. He has to be the ultimate power, the source, the connection in your life. Let him fight your battle. Let him deliver you. Give your cares over to him. Give your joys over to him. And you get out the situation. Let God work it out for your good. Jesus has to be your priest, your prophet, and your king in your life. And when you do that, you understand who Melchizedek is. He met Abram from going from one battle to another. He stopped him and had fellowship with him and blessed him and delivered him. God wants to do the same thing for you right now. If you believe in Jesus Christ, I'm going to say a prayer right now. And I want you to say that prayer along with me if you believe and want to give your life to Christ. Heavenly Father, I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. Forgive me of my sins. I believe that Jesus died on the cross of Calvary. I repent of everything I did wrong, knowing and unknowing. I repent of my sins. I believe that he went to the grave after dying on the cross, gave us the Lord's Supper. But early that Sunday morning, got up with all power in his hand. I do believe. Wash me, cleanse me, create in me a clean heart, and renew a right spirit within me. Let me be part of the Holy Family forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. We love you. Watch us on Facebook, YouTube, under Neely Church Ministries, N-E-E-L-Y, Church Ministries. Join us on Facebook and YouTube. Get in some social media account where you can learn about the Word of God. We love you. We give God the glory. We praise Him for all the things that He has done. Keep a smile on your face, for that smile may be blessing somebody along the way. Be blessed.